I suppose it all began 25 years ago, when I returned home from my first day of kindergarten without my trousers. I did have the rather vague notion they'd been traded to some classmate, but I couldn't remember what had been given to me in exchange, nor did I seem to have anything in my possession that hadn't already belonged to me when I'd left for school, a younger and happier child at nine that morning. Nor was I sure of the identity of the con infant who had done me in, so that neither he nor my trousers were ever found. From that day forward, my life has been an endless series of belated discoveries. Con men take one look at me, streamline their pitches, and soon go gaily off to steak dinners while poor Fred Fitch sits at home and once again dines on gnawed fingernail. I have enough worthless receipts and bad checks to paper my living room. I own miles of tickets to non-existent raffles and ball games and dances and clam bakes and shiveries. My closet is full of little machines that stopped working miracles as soon as the seller went away, and I'm apparently on just about every sucker mailing list in the Western Hemisphere. I really don't know why this should be true. I am not the typical mark or victim, not according to Riley or to all the books I've read on the subject. I am not greedy, nor uneducated, nor particularly stupid, nor an immigrant unfamiliar with the language and customs. I am only, but it is enough, gullible. I find it impossible to believe that anyone could lie to another human being to his face. It has happened to me hundreds of times already, but for some reason, I remain unconvinced. When I am alone, I am strong and cynical and unendingly suspicious. But as soon as the glib stranger appears in front of me and starts his spiel, my mind disappears in a haze of belief. The belief is all-encompassing. I may be the only person in New York City in the 20th century with a money machine. This endless gullibility has, of course, colored my entire life. I left my hometown in Montana to come to New York City at the very early age of 17, much sooner than I would have preferred if it had not been that I was surrounded at home by friends and relatives, all of whom had seen me played for a fool more often than I could count. It was embarrassment that drove me from my home to the massive anonymity of New York when otherwise I might have stayed forever within ten blocks of the place of my birth. My relationship with women has also been affected, and badly. Since high school, I have avoided any but the most casual acquaintance with the opposite sex, and all because of my gullibility. In the first place, any girl who became close friends with me would sooner or later, probably sooner, see me humiliated by a passing bunco artist. In the second place, were I to grow more than fond of a particular girl, how could I ever really know her opinion of me? She might say she loved me, and when she was saying it, I would believe her. But an hour later, a day later? No. Solitude has its dreary aspects, but they don't include self-torture. Similarly, my choice of occupation. 
Not for me, the gregarious office job, side by side with my mates, typing or writing or thinking away in our companionable white-shirted tears. Solitude was the answer here as well. And for the past eight years, I have been a freelance researcher, numbering among my clients many writers and scholars and television producers for whom I plumb the local libraries in search of specific knowledge. So here I was at 31, a confirmed bachelor and a semi-recluse with all the occupational diseases of my sedentary calling. Round shoulders and round spectacles and round stomach and round forehead. I seemed inadvertently to have found the way to skip the decades, to go from the middle twenties to the middle fifties, and there to stay while the gray years drifted silently by, and nothing broke the orderly flow of time but the occasional ten-dollar forays of passing confidence men. Until... On that Friday, the 19th of May, I received the phone call from the lawyer named Goodkind that changed, and very nearly ended, my life.